Yeah, I agree 100%. You stop smoking weed or just cut down on it. Dreams come back with a vengeance. And I've heard uh, like Bert and, and Rogan talk about it during their sober Octobers. Yeah. Dreams, yeah, are, dreams crazy. are crazy. It's usually like three weeks for me after smoking weed where they come back and they come back real intense. Um, <laughs> Every night. What? Matt. You were talking about this methyl blue stuff uh, before the cast. So how unfortunate. So you were talking about this, uh, the book, right? So yeah. this guy who wrote the book happens to share a name with the doctor from Grey's Anatomy. So <laughs> when I search his name, it comes up with a fictional doctor from Grey's Anatomy. And then I look into it more and um, he's an independent health researcher, um, whatever that means. But just like, God, like, what are the odds? You know, like, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. So he's not bolstering your case, but I will. I I likely will try this stuff, but more research needed. I mean, honestly, I love a good a good uh, fad drug either way or I drug is maybe not the right a fad supplement. You know, we've yeah. had some good ones. Like I was never an NO explode guy, but people talk so fondly of those days. I wish I had been dude. Jack 3d. That's Jack 3d. Was... I remember that stuff, oh. dude. I was never really a big supplement lifter guy just because the caffeine content, but people look back on it so fondly that it's like, it's almost worth whatever, you know, I mean, who knows what it'll, what it'll cost them. cut when it had the real stuff yeah. in it hydroxy cut dude what was the um what was the anna nicole smith thing you remember that was that stacker oh. two that was another no, it was, one. uh nutra I remember bernie and i we That's weren't even that. working out we were just like 18 and 19 and we're just like going out on the night and we would just we would take some of that stuff <laughs> oh trim spa baby trim spa Weight loss pills. Yeah. Wait, so you would take that stuff just before you'd go out just to like, dude, God, back in those days, like amped up. So pumped that you're like, oh, we're going to go hit on chicks. Like, we're definitely bringing chicks home, dude. Never. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I am just not good at meeting women in the wild. (laughs) Oh, it's going to bring us to our first topic. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Perfect. We're ready to rock. Yeah, let's do it. Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. Star. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, in the upper left corner, signing in early, getting the talk going all the way from Austin. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> Well, if you've listened to this podcast, you know the boys are talking science this week, which means get your bull bingo card ready because we're going deep. <laughs> All three of us are wealth of misinformation. What's up, boys? Uh, down there in the bottom square, already marking off uh, cuss words. <laughs> Matt Cobb with the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Boys, I'm feeling good. I mean, we've, we've been talking a little bit on some potential reasons why. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just great to see you guys. I, I I always get fired up to see you, and that is not a placebo effect. It's <laughs> a real deal, baby. Yeah. So it's funny you talk about. We were just we were talking about a bunch of different stuff. We're talking about smoking less weed and having dreams and this and that. I'm sure that'll be in the before the intro. But somebody, <clears throat> one of our emailers, sent me. Uh, no one regular life sent me a text today with a link, and it's these women who I'm guessing are early 30s, 
But basically, they've been going on TikTok every week that there's an NFL game and they just pick a team, kind of dress what they think is accordingly and then go to the bar to see if it works better to just meet dudes out in the wild at like stuff they like than just using like dating apps. Oh, I bet it's working a treat. Dude, those women are smart. Yeah. So, all right. First of all, in the waters, man, feeding the birds. It is, but also like they've put a couple videos out. I got to remember the name of them. They're pretty funny, but like one of them, it's like, like the dude's just into the game. So it's like, he's trying to talk to her, but he's like watching the game. So that was the first question. Like, would you care? Like, I don't know. I feel like I could still chat up a girl and watch an NFL game, but let's say that's your thing, right? Just NFL, not college. You love football. Would it annoy you that they're just like kind of faking it? I feel like ultimately they're playing themselves because they are faking that they're into it and they're going to meet someone who's really into it. They're, you know, ostensibly going to date this person, possibly marry this person is the end goal, I suspect. And then they're going to be the one stuck dealing with, uh, you know, an over the top NFL fan screaming at his TV on Sundays and they don't even like the Lions. They've never even been to Detroit, you know, so Who's really winning here? I think it's, you know, I think it's the the NFL fan who gets laid for watching this team but at his favorite bar. Don't we already do this as men? Right? Like, outside of women being there, when's the last time? And you might have to go back 10 years because we all got old. But, like, would you go to a nightclub if it wasn't for the fact that nightclubs generally would have more chicks? No. <laughs> No yeah, way. so I'm like, maybe they're just doing like a more updated science experiment, but I feel like guys have been doing this for years, right? Like, I'm with you. Like, outside of a club back in the day, it's like, well, we got to go. That's where the chicks are. It's like, right, chicks like clubs and that kind of stuff. I feel like if, if there was that many girls in cute dresses or skirts at a bar, I've been like, let's just go to the bar. That's true. I mean, I feel... Honestly, I feel dumb paying all those covers now that you bring this up in the light of day. I feel like I have not slept with one woman that I met at a nightclub. Now, if you bring one, maybe a different situation. But I mean, that, yeah, that that's actually crazy, man. Right. I mean, because at first, sl- when I saw these women, I was like, that's kind of wild. And then, like, I watched it this morning. So I was thinking about it all day. I was like, well, maybe it's just the role reverse because I feel like we do that all the time. Dude, and I will say when the revolt, revolt, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. When the roles are reversed, it is nice. Like I lived down in Australia for a short stint and the women approach you at the bar and buy you a drink and it, you feel special. Even if you're not, it does feel good, boys. So I don't know, man, maybe these women are onto something turning from prey to predator. You know, they're out there going after what they want, you know, an overweight Detroit Lions fan. I mean, it was the same way in Scottsdale. It's not like I hooked up with any girls, but like they just seem friendlier because there's so many other hot chicks that it's like, yeah. Also, sometimes we just want to talk to women. Like, I'm not going to. We both know you're not going home with me, but like, let's let's have some fun and have a conversation for a minute. It does feel nice talking to beautiful women at a bar. And I will say Scottsdale is great for that because they just, you know, they're so. She's 
she thinks she's a nine and she knows she's attractive. And in Scottsdale, they're just over it. You know, they, they get over themselves. So yeah, I'm with you. That was, that was something special. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that right, when I saw the, so I saw those women doing that and I was like, all right, outside of nightclubs, like where else? I don't, is it a class? Is it a, I don't know, like a, a physical activity class. Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff as guys we have done just in the, just in the thought of like, well, chicks are into it. So we should do it. You mean like, Oh, you mean like we've been led astray going to do stuff we don't want to do, or just well, that, these, that it's fair I, game. Wouldn't, I wouldn't say led astray. Never said that. I'm okay. just saying I, the nightclub is an easy option, right? Cause it's the truth, right? Like, I don't know, like maybe in your early 20s, but like part of going to a nightclub was always like, well, that's where the chicks are. So that's where we got to go. But well, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I used I did hot yoga for a hot minute. And it was <laughs> like it was kind of nice because there was like I was like, well, I know there will be women there, at least to chat with before and after class. I mean, yeah, it felt good, too. But I'm just I don't know. It's like when I was growing up, like my dad or people would say, like, oh, you got it. You're just going to meet a woman at like the grocery store or something. That's funny that you say that, Ted. I mean, one, I was going to say, you know, none of us would go to an all dudes yoga class. Let's be real. And two, Ted, you know, speaking of like, uh, I don't know, just doing stuff we don't want to do or whatever. I don't hear you complaining about those new Costco deals. You know, like you're you're in their I, world. I never Costco, said, never said that I don't want to do it. See, this is where we get off track. You're you're taking this the wrong way. $19 chicken thighs, Ted. Was what that real? Else? Did that mean I something? guarantee there's other stuff you have done because in the act of it, I'm just trying to prove the point that it's just a little bit of row reversal. Matt, help him out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know if women want me blowing up their spot, but they, they hide it at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods a lot of times. Um, yep. And, you know, when you, when you said... Oh, my dad said meet him at a grocery store. I'm like, yeah, that's actually a pretty solid place, um, provided it's Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Like those two have a much higher hot chick per capita ratio than any other ones. Um, and yeah, I mean, I suck at yoga. Like I, I, I thought I'd go in and, you know, I, I felt like the laughing stock. I got incredibly, I mean, I might as well have gone to a nightclub where I'm a terrible dancer. And it's like, this is, I'm not showcasing myself well here as these chicks just get into these crazy poses and I can't, I can barely balance on one leg, let alone get my hip up to any reasonable angle for it. Um, and so, yeah, I think uh, yoga classes were, were definitely a, a short lived attempt. There was, I, I just feel like most dudes that have gone to yoga know there's going to be hot. It's not saying it's the only reason they go, but they always know. And there's always some sort of fantasy in the back of your mind of like, one of these is going to respect me for working on my weaknesses, even though I'm not good at this stuff and getting out of my comfort zone. And it's going to be a really attractive thing to them. And it's like, no, they're focused on their yoga practice in there. Um, and, you know, it, it's the same thing as the gym. Like, I've been in gyms for the last 15 years. That's the other place hot chicks hang out. I'm not su suggesting approaching them. I think it's it's a place that's, like, kind of off limits. I think you 
you want to put yourself in these places so that you could recognize like if you saw them elsewhere at a park or whatever walking down the street then it's like oh you work out at the same gym as me hi i'm matt you know sorry i'm always in the zone with my headphones i don't want to disturb other people you know it was, was always my fantasy was never i'm gonna talk to this girl between sets it was like dude if i see this <laughs> chick somewhere else i'm gonna be like Hey, yeah, we go to the same gym. What's up? And we'll we'll have a common ground there to to break the ice with. But I I think Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, you know, you you could you know see see what aisle they're on. Oh, I was looking for that too. Excuse me. Oh, you like these Parmesan pastry pups as well? They're one of my favorites. You know, maybe we should make them together sometime. Like the grocery store is probably the most approachable. Where you can you can you know fake your way into to some common ground like oh wow oat milk well I mean I Cobb look milk. what's what's the greatest example like I I listen to country music now but I didn't back in the day right and what I've been saying for years everybody go to a Kenny Chesney tailgate <laughs> it has yeah. nothing to do with the music so yeah. and they're not against football they're just saying like let's try this I mean they're still having fun it's just kind of a weird. Ah, it's just a weird social experiment. And I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I like this. We'll see what these girls are all about. How's it been going for them? Any catches? Now, they've gone to two. They, I mean, first of all, they're like, man, this is fun. But the first one they went to, right, was like uh, they went to a, a Broncos bar for that Broncos game versus uh, Washington. Any idea which- what city? You know, I don't know what city they're in, but they That's just right. keep going. They'll, they'll go to like a Broncos bar in Broncos jerseys. So they wore like cowboy boots and like some sort of like orange or like feels a little insulting, like. a little over the top. The next week they went to uh, like a 49ers bar and they just wore like red dresses. But they, it's funny, too, is they'll be like uh, the Broncos bar. We had whatever it was like orange crush shots. And then they're like, at the Niners bar, we just had Fireball because it's red like the Niners. I will say this. This is nothing against Broncos fans, but the uh, the Niners fans were much more like sports aggressive. It was like people were very happy to explain to us what it's like being a Niner fan is they're just like posing with the flags and everything. So like the Niners one was tougher. And she was like, I like this guy. He seems to like me, but he's really into the game. Maybe this isn't a good idea. And I was like, it's an interesting question. And look, maybe I, this will sound kind of, I don't know if this will sound sexist or not, but I've said for years, my favorite thing in the world is sitting in my living room watching a sports game and there's like a girl I'm dating taking a nap. Like, all right, got everything we need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, I, a I also certainty. This might sound sexist too. I, I've always enjoyed mansplaining sports to women. Yeah, <laughs> that does sound sexist. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but this I, is the podcast for it, boys. I labeled it appropriately, right? Like I used. I, <laughs> I don't know if that just completely like nullifies any you I'm, know responsibility you have. Self awareness. This, this might be, but I did label it that way. So now just so that can enjoy. <laughs> um, wait. So, so um, these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these girls so far have been unsuccessful, but it's just they're they're kind of gonna go like the whole season. Is that the plan? Because I feel like this could work. This yeah, feels like, like they a good like, idea. 
they like spun a wheel the first week and we're like, or whatever it was the second week. And we're like, or maybe it was first week. We're like, all right, we're Broncos fans. And then the next week they were just like, well, it's Thursday. So let's flip a coin and see who we're going to cheer for. So like, yeah, it seems like they're just kind of going along with it as like the season, uh, season progresses. Now I will say full disclosure. I've dated, I've dated all three types of, I've had like three, what I call like serious relationships. And like one girl was really into sports. Almost like, oh man, I feel like I'm arguing with a, with my buddies. And then I was gonna say, there's another girl. Like she was kind of, she loved football, but kind of, you know what I mean. Like we'd watch Seahawks games, but like she didn't care about like, you know, Arsenal or you know, soccer, which is fine. Yeah. And then the last girl I dated with, like for a while, which she just, she was in for like the action of like getting together and watching games, but yeah, she really didn't care either way. So I mean, I. I've done all three. I'm not sure I have a huge preference other than just no, like in the fall. It's like, oh, it's going to be tough. There's a lot of games to watch in the fall. It's like, we got to watch a Maryland game on Saturday and we got to watch that Seahawks game on Sunday. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I feel like, I don't know if it's better. It probably is better to have a sports fan girlfriend, right? In that, in your situation. I mean, I would think so. Yeah, it helps kind of the environment. But also, like, look, the one bar I go to, I was talking to a girl in there and, you know, just just BSing, right? Because she works there. And I I forget, it was me and, the, me and the mayor, and I said something. And I was like, I was like, I don't even know about you. I don't really know you, like, outside of here. Like, are you single? Like, do you have what? Uh, I'm single right now. My last boyfriend was just obsessed with sports. And I go. So I kind of started laughing. I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, ah, oh, you love football. I was like, college or pro? Both. What <laughs> college <else>? or pro? <laughs> and she goes, he's also obsessed with this English soccer team. And oh, like, as man. she says, Arsenal, I'm like pulling out my keychain and then like pull it I'm like, you're just describing you mean this one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, right. It could be too much the other way, too. Like, I'm sure I've hung uh, out with girls before. Awesome. They're just like, I don't care this much about sports. Like, this is too much. Oh, yeah. I mean, that story has been told about you in some bar somewhere in, you know, who knows, West Seattle or wherever. Like, you have <laughs> yeah. been that guy in the next story. <laughs> I, I think about that sometimes. Like, you know, who's hearing about, like, my shortcomings? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, like. Right. Like, I I don't know what the answer is. I'm just glad these women are out doing. It. I was like, that seems like fun. So then I started thinking, like, I don't know, like, I've already been to enough rain games. So, like, watching women's soccer wouldn't be that odd for me. I'm like, what could I go to or just like completely out of like my environment? But I'm like, I don't know. You could get, you could go to a musical, but you just sit there. I mean, you hit the Taylor Swift show, you know, the parking lot. I feel like that's- I did. I did. That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, It's pretty heavy that way. You're saying like also, a girls only thing, like maybe like a makeup event, like, you know, how they'll do like, like a thing at Sephora or whatever. Like if you drop in one of those, I mean, you are in the minority. Sure. It is. But I mean, that's another thing. I mean, look, I've struggled with this since I was a teenager. It's like, like, ah, like I want to be in there, but also like, I don't want you to think I'm not here to meet women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I don't want to lose my sexuality here. Yeah, you drop in there with some smoky blush. You're getting some questions, you know. But also, it does feel weirdly a little bit like wolf in sheep's clothing style. You're like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just here for the mask, the free mascara giveaway. And it's like, no, you're here to do one thing and one thing only. And so, I, I don't know. It feels a little disingenuous, I guess. 
versus like, like I, a Costco, you all you are also there for the deals. Right. Like I used to have a coworker, right? And his wife at the time, like we all hung out, but then what was it? I don't know what it was. Something was going on. So like we hung out once. Maybe she was just at a bar I was at. She was like, we should, we should all, we should hang out again. I was like, sure. And then the next time we hung out, it was like four women and me. And they were all, I was like, well, what is this? And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm not, I'm not going out on girls night. <laughs> she was like, this is probably her trying to introduce you to one of her friends. No, they were all locked up. That's what I'm saying. It was what? literally fucking girls night. And she was like, well, I just figured I'd plan and you wouldn't mind. I'm like, no, 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 no. So that's uh, what I'm saying. That's where wow. like, talk about like the makeup stuff or going to a candle party. It's like, ah, Candle. Yeah, like I don't want to be in on a girl's night. I just want to be somewhere where the, the ratio is better. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Dude, speaking of actually, God, this is just not even this this is I'll keep it short, but we're going uh, a bunch of men are going cold plunging tomorrow morning at this place that has really cold ice baths, um, called Kuya. And uh one guy just I'm you know, he's not from the US originally and he didn't realize what the invite was and just invited his wife. And so like I didn't want to jump in and say anything in the thread. So it's gonna be an interesting dynamic. <laughs> yeah. Basically there's exactly gotta what you be, described. There's gotta be a nice way, because I have had it happen with me before, and then somebody looked at me afterwards and was like, I shouldn't have brought my girl here. And I was like, now. I was like, but nobody said it to you, so you didn't know. But right. like, yeah, it is a little awkward that it's just, <laughs> like you're the only one here with a girlfriend. Well, because once he says she's coming, you don't want to jump in the thread and be like, actually, she should not be. It's just like, well, okay. Like dynamic changed, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> All right. I I'm have not holding one anything last, back. One last thing on the sports thing, too, is that also... Uh, I went to the Husky game Saturday. Oh, my uh, God. I want to hear about that. The Huskies. The Huskies are good. Yeah. I, it, it, I've been saying for two days, it might be the best college football team that I physically have ever seen in person. Really? I've heard. Yeah. I mean, you said before you went to the game, Penix is the truth. Like, how, how did it go down? I mean, we can take a little diversion here. I'm just curious on a personal level how your game time was. Unreal. Right? Because I talked to you. Right. Before. I think I talked to you was like, what's that? During the Auburn game, we were talking. Right. And then Maryland was coming on. So watch the Maryland game. Just kind of hung out of the house. My buddy came over, like run up to the store at halftime, get beers, chips. Right. So we could show up to tailgates, uh, light rail down there. You get there, like we get up to the first tailgate and it's just people are pumped, right? Like the Huskies are good. They know what's going on. The second tailgate we went to was right there on E1, but like right on the walkway of like where everybody in the back part of E1 has to come by. I mean, prime, prime. tailgate real estate. Price. Absolutely prime. prime. Just awesome. And we show up to that tailgate, right? Like the first tailgate we were at, same thing. There's like sausages and dudes grilling steak. They marinate over just like trays of meat. I will say that tailgate could use a few more women. <laughs> it's like, like my buddy was out of town with her husband. So it was just like trays of meat and like shotgunning beers watching another game. I was like, well, this is pretty good. But uh, we go to the second tailgate, right? Cornhole, this and that, like watching Notre Dame, Ohio State. People are pumped. Go into the stadium. Uh, 
it, it took us a little time. It took us a little longer to get in there. And also we were way up in section 311. Like we bought a four Ooh. pack of tickets for like 90 bucks. Like it, oh, had yeah. been, it had been a minute since I like, you know, cause like when you're tailgating, you're already kind of walking around a decent clip. And then like, by the time we got up there and I'm like holding two beers, I was like, God damn, man, I want to sit down. Right. <laughs> but before yeah. we got to our seats, Washington had scored a defensive touchdown and re- and a punt return touchdown. So it's 14 nothing. Penix comes out with the offense and we're like, "All right, let's see what he's got." Just boom 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 down the field touchdown. I mean, it was that that game was over it seemed like four and a half, five minutes into the game. It was like, "Oh, this is a wrap." And Cal's not very good, but just it's been a long time since I've seen a team favored that much just go out and dominate, dude. Bow down. That's crazy. I mean, that's how Oregon and, um, you know, Colorado looked too. I mean, Oregon, I think, was pissed that Colorado's been getting all that hype and they came out firing on all cylinders. I mean, that thing, it, you know, it was looking like an Oregon track mate at one point. What was it, 40 0 or something? You know, I mean, it was absurd. Yeah. And like, look, I've been to a bunch of Husky games over the years. Like, that stadium was rocking, man. I mean, every third down, it was super loud. Like, it, it just, it was awesome. And the Huskies are hosting the Ducks coming up here on the 14th of October. Oh, that, oh, am I back that weekend? God, that wow. Madness. That'll that'll be absolute madness. I mean, look, I got so fired up that like like before halftime, we're like waiting in a line for something. And I look at my buddy, right? Like my buddy who went to uh UW, he's not even with us. It's just me and my other friend. And I go, we're going to chirp this Oregon fan. He's like, what? And I'm like, we're not letting him walk by. So as he walked by, like, see you on the 14th there, duck. And he's like, oh, yeah, should be a good game. And like this and that. And he walks away and I was like, see, they even know the Huskies are for real this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, both are top 10, right? Correct. Yeah. And I the matchup is the, in Seattle. It's It's at Husky Stadium. If Oof. the Ducks aren't top 10. They're like 11th in the nation, but they're undefeated. Like generally uh, in college football, right? Like you get a couple weeks, three weeks into the year. There's like three or four teams that maybe have a shot like this year. It's like there's a lot of good teams and I don't think that they're that far off. I mean, Sunday morning, a lot of people were like, maybe Washington is the best team in the country, but you also have Ohio State that just beat Notre Dame by three, like. What Michigan's still rolling, Penn State's still rolling. So I mean, there's there's a lot of good teams. SC's undefeated. What is you like? There, there's it's a lot hard, of good yeah. teams, and it seems like any of them could play in that in the bulge in the semifinals. Dude, I'm seeing Oregon on one list at number nine and one list number ten. Washington at number seven. Texas at number three. Let's I was gonna go. say Texas is three. That's that feels. Uh, Texas is not that good. Texas is good. No question. And I'm excited for their season. But knocking off Alabama this season doesn't mean what it used to. I I think number three is pretty, you know, I think but that's living on the legacy mind, a little bit. You got to keep in mind, Alabama, right? We talked Saturday early in the day. Everybody's like, Alabama's down. Even I said it. Then they right. went down to Old Miss and won. So it's like that helps. You know, that helps make Texas look better. I mean, look, that's part of the reason I, we have been talking. The main reason Calvin and I were talking is me going to Austin sometime this fall, because it would be kind of wild to say I saw two top 10 teams play in their home that, stadiums. That honestly would be crazy. And yeah, I double checked with the guy for that tailgate. They have the 
the prime spot. He said it's literally the best tailgate spot. I was like, let's go. So yeah, and there's oh dude, I just yeah, it, you thrive down here. We'll we'll make it happen. But yeah, it's yeah, Saturday. I mean, this football stack this year, dude. Yeah, I'm in a husky hoodie. I'm chirping ducks. Like, trust me, I already Cobb already knows this. Matt, this won't shock you. Just to keep it 100 <laughs> percent honest with the podcast listeners. Like, oh yeah, if I get to Austin to see a home game, like I'm I'm dripping in burnt orange. Oklahoma, fine. Like the hell with any other school in Texas. Like I'm a Texas fan, dude. You literally said it on our phone call that you're a college football whore, and I've thought about that quite a bit. I think actually that ends up being the best stance to adopt. Like that's maximizing top line fun, you know, just straight up. Like I think people, you know, people in the U.S. like to get into camps and people go hard commit to a team, and I see the case for that. But if you really think about it, and you get down to brass tacks, like you still have your terps. Being a UW fan doesn't distract from that. Uh, I've seen you be, uh, you know, an Oklahoma Boomer Sooners fan. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen you be a, an Oregon Ducks guy, a Wazoo guy. Now Texas, let's go, you know, hook them. And it's just like you get the top, you get to scrape the cream off the top of every team season. And I think it's a good strategy. It's yeah, like, look, yeah, the Ducks, like I've, I want to see a game in Eugene. I know so many Huskies that I probably wouldn't be like a Duck Duck fan. I'm not going to cheer for them. But if I was in a game in Eugene, yeah, I'd be like holding up the O and like quack, yeah. quack, quack. Yeah, come on, dude. A night game in Autzen Stadium, like you better hold up the O. <laughs> right. This might trigger some people, but that's the right move. <laughs> it is. Trust me, when I went to Michigan, I was all about it, man. Like it's the big house. Best team oh. in the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, look, let's be real. Neither of us are getting laid at a college game, but you are certainly you're sealing your fate. You're putting the final nail in the coffin if you're not throwing up an O and cheering for the Oregon Ducks at home. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> That's All awesome, right. man. Great strategy. We need a name for that, but we don't have to come over there right now. The last thing I was going to say, too, is like just running into some people I know, like at Husky games or Seahawks tailgates, I'm always like, man. This chick's much better looking than I remember. And I say it every time I'm in a sports bar, then it's like, calm down, Ted. They're they're in team colors. They're fired up. Like you just they like jump steps, you know, like every time I go to a bar to watch like a Seahawks, I'm like, just every girl in here is attractive. It's like, well, because they're all wearing Seahawks stuff. Yeah. And because you're like six beers deep. But I mean, (laughs) I know what you mean, dude. Like girls, they know women know how to throw it on when they're going out. Like, I definitely have those moments, too, where I'm like, how is every person here hot? And it's like, it's not them, man. It's you. Like, it's three (laughs) in the morning. You're messed up. Like, they're wearing costumes. Like, you know, it gets me, though. I'll say it gets me every time. And God bless them, boys. God bless them. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also funny when you see each other, like, like, when you run into people, like, there's people I'll see at, like, a Husky game that I worked with 10, 15 years ago that I barely, like we were not like good friends, but somehow to tailgate, it's like, oh, dude, how you been? Like, what's going on? Come over to our tailgate. All right, yeah, I'll stop by. Dude, I've always had this. Well, one, you're a lovable character, and I think you know that about yourself. And two, relationships are primary in your life. But I will say that I think, um, you know, the further you are, from where you know that person, both metaphysically and physically. So like, you know, if you see somebody who even went to your high school that you've never talked to in your life and you're in Europe, you're going to walk over and say hello and they're going to be pumped. Yeah. <laughs> so like saying like even with the Husky game, like, you know, radio is more music or whatever, like it's sports. So it's like 
psychologically it's a little ways away and then also like physically it's a ways away from where you were so it's you know like much more the likelihood of saying hi goes up a lot and i've just noticed that the further i am away from home like if i see somebody down here it doesn't matter how tenuous our seattle connection like they'll say hi i mean it could be something as as silly as me just wearing a detlef shrimp jersey which i do regularly down here it gets people come out of the woodwork to say hi so I'm with you. It's the novelty. I, I don't know what that is. We probably need a name for that, too. I, I feel like there's a there's a law there waiting to be uncovered. Yeah. Yeah. And just I mean, I don't know. You make good friends drinking beers or sodas and just grilling. Have, I mean, it's a festival in a day and then you get to actually go to a game. That's the part that always gets me at UW for some reason. I always I just start having fun and I forget there's a game inside, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, now we're drunk and like we get to actually go turn ourselves loose on the game. And the same actually going to Sounders games with you, Ted, which is a lot of fun. Just pre pre drinking and then heading in there, getting those beasts and some hot dogs. Good times, man. Uh, all right, let's take a break here. We'll come back with some emails. What's Matt and the cop topic? All right, welcome back. Thanks as always to all of our sponsors. And uh, yeah, go whatever team you like. Unless it's Notre Dame. I still hate them. There's a couple teams I hate. Notre Dame football stay up there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, all right, Mr. Cobb, do you have some emails? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was your fat moment? Hola to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. My fat moment was in high school when I ate an entire 12-inch pumpkin pie in one sitting. I've since ate a whole pumpkin pie, but over the course of a day or two. Cheers, boys. Emmett, the big rig mechanic. Hell yeah. Pumpkin pie Man. does hit, boys. Yeah. It's back at Costco. It's at the QFC. That's what I was just about to say, dude. Costco's pies, specifically the pumpkin, really, really good, Ted. If you're if you're figuring out what to do around these holidays, their pumpkin pies are damn good. A little bit of whipped cream in there. A whole pumpkin pie, though. That's pretty aggressive. Oh, dude, that's a th- I mean, yeah, this is where I feel like you're stigmatized as a male living alone. One of 32% of the population that lives alone, mind you, is that like how are you supposed to buy a whole pie? And now Safeway's doing those half pies and stuff. My dad gets them occasionally. He also lives alone. But it's just like, yeah, man. It's like it's it's like Costco is just gatekept by all these, you know, suburban homemakers. Yeah, I mean, look, I for some reason, if you told me you sat at home and ate a whole large pizza, I'd be like, wow, ah, feasible. Yeah, good <laughs> man. Where it's from. But like, I'm like, a whole pie? That seems gluttonous. But also, like, I have been known how I did it this morning. I got all fired up on Sunday. I was like, I'm going to order a pizza and like breadsticks and this. And then this morning I was looking out of my fridge. There's like a couple pieces left and breadsticks. Like, I'm just going to throw it out. There's no reason to eat that during the week. That was a fun little Sunday meal. So, yeah, sometimes you might have to throw out pie if it's just you. (laughs) You have more discipline than me, dude. I always eat that pizza for breakfast, even dipping in like the little butter from Papa John's. It's like, well, I am who I am. (laughs) Uh Clothes in my mid-30s and 32-degree heat. I'm just about Matt and Cobb's age, and I've gotten into my mid-30s. I almost exclusively wear t-shirts and shorts. In the winter, I add a hoodie, and if it's extra cold, a pair of 32-degree leggings under my shorts. I dropped the pretense of trying to be fashionable years ago. All the land. Isaac. Yes. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I'm with you. I wear t-shirt and shorts a lot, but as far as like the pretense of being fashionable, I feel like it's tough to be professional where i'm at because it's just so damn hot that like all you can wear is like a swimsuit and a tank top and i'm not complaining don't get me wrong but you know it is one of those things that 
mildly sometimes is annoying. I bet Matt experiences it sometimes with work. Oh yeah. At work. I just, I mean, I'm like the sharpest looking dude there. It's a black polo tucked into black pants. I have a pair of dark gray pants, fresh kicks. And then as soon as I get home, basketball shorts and tank tops and cutoffs and are my, these like dark like the pants are they like khaki kind of or like what well no they're like, like uh they're, they're golf pants so oh, they're nice. they're not quite dress pants um and but they're all black and then there's one dark gray ones um some of them are joggers some of them aren't i have like four pairs that i kind of cycle through but yeah i always look sharp at work and then i come home and it's just a show but you're walking <laughs> to work in that uh, uh it's gotta be cold enough but yeah i mean wow. we don't we don't play around with appearances dog like you, you better look <laughs> fresh dude i'd be sweating it out in black pants and a black polo in 100 degrees damn i don't walk this time of year <laughs> oh okay dude it's already gotten chilly enough like saturday like i had to pull the trigger and wear jeans to that game like today i still rock shorts but like it's legit kind of chilly it's been dumping rain yesterday was the rainiest monday was it September? I don't. It was. It was ridiculous. Even for me, I was like, "This is a little early." Like, come on. <laughs> As the most hated member of this podcast, can I just say something douchey? Yeah, Ted. At this point, I literally don't even own jeans. I realized that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just you know, uh, when every. Every cast needs a heel. Hey, boys. Uh, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Been a while since I checked in last. Uh, the last month or so has been pretty rough. Matt knows. I uh, just wanted to say thank you to you guys so much for making me laugh in that hard time. I wanted to give a bigger shout out to Matt. I was going to him for nutritional help when the situation happened. I told him I don't think I continue with his... I told him I don't think I can continue with his program for a while. Instead of saying, okay, good luck, and that was it, he called me and talked to me for two hours to help. That meant so much to me, I can't explain it. Just shows the type of person he is. Anyway, enough of the heartbreaking stuff. Uh, what dates me or what makes me seem old? Hearing a song and saying, this was my MySpace profile song for a while, and someone saying, what the hell is MySpace? Take her easy, boys. Jaden. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I say it every time I say it again. And I love too when Facebook finally became like public for everybody. We have to get a Facebook. It's just better than MySpace. It's like, yeah, look at Facebook now. Same fucking thing. Same thing I told you back then. <laughs> God, that irritated me. He tried to warn us. <laughs> I mean, it's not you guys, but just like, right, just dealing with no, people in the corporate world like oh yeah okay so you like this better so it's like i don't know i don't yeah. see what's so much better about it <laughs> yeah i mean things regress to the mean you know to the great oh way old listening to old casts uh to the best podcast in all the land all the land all the land you guys mentioned someone asking to get into a room on a ship uh just to see it because they had they had been there the year before what you guys know what i'm talking about uh, oh, they oh, they yeah. had drugs on a cruise ship. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. My friend was she was on that cruise and a couple dudes knocked on their door and were like, hey, I think it's like a rave cruise or whatever. They were like, 
like, do you mind if we just we stayed here? Can we check it out or whatever? And they like moved something and they were like, it's still here. And had like we they had hidden the year the year before. Oh That's awesome. Um, so this guy said, That works. Find a spot. My brother and I hit a bong in a Marriott for three years. <laughs> <laughs> we used the tiled ceiling in the stairwell. We had a job in the area and that we kept going out to over the three years, and we used the Marriott usually. When we didn't, we would still go grab it and go back to restash it. Anyway, I'm catching up, listening to the men's room since its conception, and I'm glad Ted turned me on to his podcast. Love you guys. Might be weird, but I feel like I know you, even though I've never met you. Harp on, Dane. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I like that. Hey, we got to do some work here. Let's just stash a bong at, at this local <laughs> hotel. Dude, that's so rad, man. I love stuff like that. It's just like, it's like kind of ratchet, but it's so relatable, you know? It's like, yeah. go for that, man. That's, uh, that's awesome. I, yeah. <laughs> and also, as far as the might feel weird that you feel like you know us, dude, I experienced that too. It's so weird. In Austin, there's like a couple people whose podcasts I've listened to who live like within a couple blocks of my house. And I see them on the street and like, you want to say something, but also you don't. And it always just ends up being weird. Like one guy, I don't want to say his name. We sort of became friends and he invited me over to his house and it was a big deal for me. And you could tell it was just a throwaway for him. And I was just like, this feels so weird because I've been a fan of you for like 10 years. I didn't say that out loud, but I was thinking the whole time. So trust me, just as, yeah, I know exactly what you're going through. <laughs> Have you told him yet? So I just, t- I mean, so I emailed him out of something like he knew obviously that I paid attention to his content because I emailed him, which is how I ended up, you know, he invited me over to his house. So he knew on some level, but I, we kind of like, we kind of became friends, but I just, I feel weird. I think he wanted to be friends and I feel weird texting him because I'm like waiting to have like something really, really cool to do. But now it's been like six months and I'm just like, do I just text this guy out of the blue? He's like, you know, so I don't know, man. And he's not, He's not like traditionally famous or anything. It's like sort of a niche, niche fame. But I mean, I think you could tell him be better than being like buddies with him and then sitting there a year later and being like, well, just so you know, I actually listen to your podcast because if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, what? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I emailed him so he knew that I knew of his content. I just I don't know, man. It's just a weird dynamic. I know too much about his life now. You know, you still listen to his podcast. I've actually never listened to his podcast. I read a lot of his stuff online and followed his his company, his okay. business. But there's another podcast guy down the street um, who uh, is really big and really famous. Who I just see. I haven't actually spoken to him, but I see him pretty regularly. I mean, you he's know, me. I mean, there's, here would know. there's people that used to email in, right? George is the best example, right? That's now true. we're just buddies. Yeah, that's My a good point. Yeah, that's true. Matt did uh, pull some tips. <laughs> talent from the podcast it's a good point um <laughs> all right well shoot then i'll text him to hang out how about that boys i'm yes. going to a luau on thursday maybe i'll invite him i mean we stayed at brat the meat man's freaking camp when you were at birding man so yeah. like i don't know as somebody that has a little more experience at this angle like i don't know, you can kind of tell the difference it's tougher with like trying to hang out with like a chick but like i don't know some people like yeah like you could be buddies with them they just happen to know who you are that's true. Uh, my origin story. Uh, been listening since day one, and I wondered how I got here. Well, here's my origin story. 
2005, I made a trip to Seattle for a job interview after college, and the rental car had on the men's room on KSW. I didn't nice. get the job, but loved the show, so I took it back to Indiana as my souvenir from the trip. Of course, the Ted Smith is on the show, so when he said he was making his own podcast, I jumped on board. Then I saw, found myself watching Cobb's season of The Partner, and I listened to the Aaron Cobb Experience podcast multiple times over, and now here I am telling you a rental, how a rental car introduced us. Life is weird, boys. Keith. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny email. Life is fing weird, dude. Sorry, Matt. Oh, that's dude. Awesome. I mean, Life look, I did crazy. it. I did it to somebody on Saturday, right? We showed up at that second tailgate. Now, the couple who host it, like, I know the woman a little bit, but like, I didn't know her husband. And there's this other couple just sitting there, and the guy's like, like, they, you know, kind of saying something. The guy's like, well, you know, like, you're Ted. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I just looked at him, I go, I know you, man. And he's like, what? And I'm like, like, you've emailed me. We've traded stuff on Twitter. And I was like, and me and you both, for some reason, were like sidelined once and got to sit on the end, like the last 15 minutes against the Timbers at a Sounders match. We get to stand there. And he's like, holy shit. Yeah, good memory. That is me. <laughs> I was like, oh, good to see you again, man. <laughs> Damn, that's impressive. Uh, top topic. For the cop topic, what ages you? A year or two ago, I was working with a guy who I was meeting for the first time that day. In conversation, it came up that he was 19, and I was 34 at the time. We work as EMTs and had some downtime, so I was searching through Netflix trying to find something to watch. I asked my coworker if he wanted to watch the movie Armageddon, and he told me he had never seen it, to which I replied, wow, really? I started the movie, and in the opening scene where the asteroids are hitting New York City, uh, a New York City which still had the Twin Towers, I realized in that moment this iconic blockbuster movie of my childhood was older than the person I was watching it with. Son of a bitch. Day one listener, occasional emailer. Dylan. Hell yeah, dude. I like that, Dylan. I know. It, trust me. It is that stuff, man. It's just movies and music can just date you so quickly. And just like people are just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, and it does hurt, you know, like I, I hope I've never done that to anybody, but I know that I have like the, the worst, honestly, was my employee not knowing who Missy Elliott was literally had never heard of her. Whoa. Just blew my mind. <laughs> crushed me. And you guys both know this guy. Crushed <laughs> me. <laughs> has he been to Spain recently? Yeah, he has. And honestly, the, actually, the best moment. OK, I haven't talked about this, but the best moment we were shooting a show for Netflix that never ended up happening. And the cameraman who was filming him say this took his camera off his shoulder and just looked like glared at him, which I've never seen them like put that thing down. Dude, it was <laughs> awesome. Like that's it stunned the room. Everyone in the room was 30 plus except for this kid. And it just it crushed, dude. Then he tried to convince me. I've bitched about this on the podcast where he tried to convince me that that the weekend was bigger than Michael Jackson ever was. And I was just like, sit down, son. <laughs> <laughs> I might have reached out to your former employee at some point Saturday evening. Like, yo, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> former, oh former no or, current or oh yeah, yeah current yeah. yeah nice dude yeah did he hit you back did you guys hang out oh of course i didn't i didn't see him because he was he was over in a different spot and then in the game frankly he just had much better seats than i did and i was like oh it's gonna take me 40 minutes to find you at halftime down in the lower section <laughs> that's awesome dude yeah it sounds like you had a good time in europe too so good for him <laughs> Is that it? All right. I missed uh, marking off a couple. No worries. Oh, uh, all right. Well, let's check in with what's happening. Hey, hey what's good? What's happening? 
Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mad? Whoa. Check out what's back. Hey, hey what's good? What's mad? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's mad? Check out what's back. Man, as we were talking about just like dating ourselves and my MySpace, like there's I, I, usually me dating myself happens with my girlfriend who's she just turned 30. So she's not like that much younger, but there's like a whole generation that if I said, yeah, this song was my ringback tone, they'd just stare, stare at me like I was speaking Mandarin. But yeah, I was I was a big ring to, ringback tone guy. Um, cause then if anyone tried to call me, they'd just have to listen to end ever after. And I was like, I'm promoting this awesome band that no one else knows about. And so not only did I use bring back tones, I used pretty obscure bands, even when they had their album out, uh, as bring back tones back in the day. Is that the, uh, is that the band that's like pretty heavy? It's got the blonde, blonde lead singer. No, and ever after they came up on the men's room. I think that was how I found them. We we saw them at the tractor, Ted. And I smoked a blunt right. with you in my truck. Oh yeah, like, I remember. Well, I remember that part of the night. Yeah, they right. they played with Airborne that night. Um, oh, nice! That was a great show. Yeah, yeah. So they were on first. The the dude that front of them had black hair though, um, and they were just an awesome. You know, just had like retro kind of glam 80s vibes and sick guitar riffs. But they only put out one record, Kiss or Kill. I still listen to it. Um, right. And so, yeah, that was uh, that'll date me for sure. <laughs> but that, that, was, <laughs> that was good era. Um, yeah, this weekend. Let's see. Uh, this time I had gotten Tyler, my girlfriend, a little sick from the prior weekend. So we didn't do a ton but I got to just watch football both days again. So it worked out pretty well. Obviously, uh, Colorado didn't even make it interesting. I thought they might cover, but you know, without Travis Hunter, that's, that's a tough ask. Uh, that, that dude's super legit. So and Oregon's that good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, that game wasn't super exciting, I think we turned it off um, at some point and watched the Mariners, uh, you know, back when it felt like they had a shot. I mean, that was quick. Um, I guess technically they still do. We'll see they what happens. They still have a shot. I have them on in the background, but they they sucked last weekend. Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. Um, luckily, the Seahawks won on Sunday. and. Yep. Uh, that that was a, a great game. I I had kind of a rough feeling about it just because like the Super Bowl celebration, um, you know, it just felt like a classic Seahawks trap game uh, against a team that they should beat. And you know the, yep. the bank, the, all the injuries, and they got more injuries in that game. So, um, yeah, I let I let my girlfriend know that we got. Two Sundays in a row, wide open. They're playing Monday night this week, and then we got to buy. Week, There's a buy. So <laughs> plan away, babe. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. And I also on Sunday I made wings. I was like, "What if I just make wings every Sunday this football season, huh?" And that yeah. got her more on board. Uh, so, so that was great. Although I didn't, I went to four different places to find wings. I could not find them, and. 
it was later on Saturday. So maybe they had some earlier on Saturday and people just bought them up for the football game, but it's not that busy down here right now. Um, but Ended up at a pretty upscale place called Gelson's and and found some and and they were really good. Um, still got it. Still kind of figuring out the oven at this new condo that we live in. So uh, not not the best batch ever, but better than you know most of the wings in town down here. I haven't really found a spot with really good ones, and it's like I'll just make them myself. But it it gives you something to do during the game. You know, like for sure football and I got to time it right. Like I want to get, get the timing down to where I'm doing the most hands-on stuff right at halftime. And then we can have them at the start of the third quarter. Like that's so that I'm going to dial that in over this coming season. And yeah, just, just make wings every Sunday when the Hawks are playing. Um, So yeah, it was a pretty chill weekend, all in all. The adventure to find the wings. That was, I had gone to the store three times before I went to four stores to find wings because Tyler was sick and, you know, just, get this, get this. And she made meatloaf. And then the the meat, the ground beef we had had like an air pocket in it. It's like, we've been giving Costco a lot of love, but I don't know what was going on with that. Um, so, yeah, then then I had to go get more ground beef and yeah, I just ran a bunch of errands to get the food situated while she was a little under the weather and made wings, watched football. That F1 race was, you know, for for Max winning again. Um at the end it got pretty exciting watching, you know, George Russell's tires just degrade so fast at the end. <laughs> I think he went from like fourth to sixth. I was just <laughs> praying for my guy Gasly to hang on. To stay in the top 10. He finished yeah. 10. So I'm like, all right. He got like a point. I was like, I'll take it. I will yeah. say, I love going to the grocery store. We went over there at halftime of the Maryland game. So it was probably like 2, 215. I have never seen Mike UFC that crowded. Like, I really? was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it's just people getting ready for the Husky game, preparing, but also it's Saturday afternoon. So like people are just getting stuff like a normal order, getting stuff for Saturday night. I was just like, this is packed. Like we ran in to get two 18ers, two bags of chips. And I think, I mean, we, we were in there for a minute. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Cause they're getting ready for the Huskies. Other people are getting ready for the Seahawks. And then other people are just getting weekend shopping done. It's a perfect yeah, storm. Saturday. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Other than that, right. it's hot. Still hot down here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can stay hot. I got all enough right. cold for, for all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i guess it's about that time boop, doop, doop, boop, cob topic uh, topic um so i i was uh at this coffee shop today and my uh girlfriend and i are sitting there chatting whatever and behind us there's like this heated conversation and i couldn't really tell you know without <laughs> turning what's up that's just funny heated conversation it was heated. It was funny. And it was like, it, it was intense. And so I kind of like glanced over my shoulder. It was a, it was a man and a woman, uh, probably, you know, a couple of years younger than us. And I couldn't tell like if she was like his life coach or if they were like on a blind date or just what the deal was, like what was going on. And anyway, at one point, um, I heard the guy say one of my favorite insults 
which I've heard before attributed to Charlie Munger. Um, but it, it made me start laughing. And I think they knew I was listening to them at that point. But he just goes, look, you're smart and I'm right. So sooner or later, you're going to agree with me. And it just crushed this girl. Like silence fell. And so I was laughing. I think he heard me laugh. I hope he did. Um, and uh, so anyway, cop topic this week. What's the most clever insult you've heard? Feel free to email us, literally the word email at thepodcast.com. Uh, it can even be one you've like made up in the shower when you're like, you know, after a, after a fight and you're like, oh, I should have said whatever. Um, but yeah, what's the most clever insult you've heard? Or just something funny, like just a good burn, whatever. All right. Boys? This one, I don't know that you'd say it. Like you either have to know the person and they're annoying you. So you're saying it to be funny or you're going to get in a fight. But I stole this off a meme I saw on the Internet, which was just insult somebody on like what they're wearing. So like right now, I would just look at you and be like, all right, whatever you say, white headphones. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't tried it yet, but it feels like it just feels like it would work. Those are fine words. That's like the last vestige of, a, you know, of a struggling man. Yeah, you're also, just picking on somebody's clothing like for no good. And it's like it doesn't have to be ugly or anything. Just like, all right, whatever you say, golf shirt. Yeah. Also, there's this thing in psychology. Like if someone's repeating the same thing at you, you'll notice this now if you watch fight videos on YouTube. But if they're repeating the same line over and over, um, basically their brain has like circumvented their prefrontal cortex. And now they're just like they're like in fight mode already. They're in flight or fight mode, but they're like waiting for their moment. And so they'll just like be caught on repeat, like saying the same thing over. And like, if you see videos or just watch any five, any street five videos, and like, you'll see someone like saying the same phrase over and over. If that happens, like that right hand is coming, like step back, deliver the hook. The greatest one I've had in person. uh, I'll just say it was a, it was a sporting (laughs) event involving Yukon University. All right. And Yukon is kind of famous for their women's basketball team. So at one point on the walk in, we'll say arena, stadium, whatever. Somebody in our group says something like, hey, I think you guys are going the wrong way. The women's basketball game is that way. And two girls in Yukon stuff say, like, there's something wrong. Like, you know, like there's something wrong with going like being good at women's basketball. And somebody in our group replied, yeah, it's like having a great personality. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it was just vicious and just, just withering, withering. Oh, I mean, I felt bad for them. <laughs> oh, God. All right, dude, you made me. All right. I, I wasn't going to tell this one, but I'll, I will tell one more since we got a second. So uh, I might have told this on the cast before. I don't know. But so when I was living in Australia, um, we used to hang out at this art warehouse and um, they had a party and the whole night I'm hanging out with this British guy. Right. And Ted, you know how it is, dude, you're hanging with British people. You start kind of saying like British mannerisms, you know, calling people when she misses and whatnot. Right. For sure. It just feels that way. So like we were up late, late and I sleep at the warehouse and I get up and my buddy and I are going to walk home and it's early. It's like, you know, 745. In fact, I think I might've told this on the cast really recently. I'm not sure. But anyway, so we get up early at 745, the sun's rising. And this is like this really artsy neighborhood. You know, it's it's warehouses and little coffee shops and whatever. And I'm walking down. I'm like, I got to take a piss. So I duck off down this alley and uh, I'm pissing. And this Australian woman who is probably, I was in my early 20s, so probably mid 30s at the time, just full stops. She's jogging in like, you know, like um, what's it called? Like the leggings and stuff. 
She's like pretty wealthy. You can tell like full stops. And she's like, Oh, come on. Like about me pissing in the alley and without missing a beat, dude, I just turn my head and I go, Oh, come off it. You old bag. (laughs) (laughs) And it crushed her. I have never had a comment hit so hard boys. She just dude, the, the blood drained from her face and you could tell like being perceived as old was like her kryptonite. And it just, it crippled her dude. I'm pretty sure like she has never returned home after that. Like it, I mean, it was like the the slam from the top ropes and it felt so damn good. I didn't even think about it. It just came out and dude, calling a woman an old bag will absolutely just destroy any, any sense of self-worth they have. I'm not proud of it. You know what? I am proud of it. Actually, that's one of my best delivered lines in my life. <laughs> she had it coming. I just worry I'm too old to say it now. So I'm just <laughs> yelling at legit old women. Yeah. Yeah. That, that feels. Yeah. I'm not saying to use that. I'm just saying it felt good. Okay, <laughs> Matt, dude, I've had two in the last week um, about various articles of clothing, which uh, I wear a lot of, you know, tie dye kind of bright clothes. Um, and uh, you either wear very colorful or black. Yeah. Or like, I've bl- never seen you in just like a green no. or like a blue. It's either full on color of the spectrums or just dark. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got these. Uh, it happened with one of my shirts like previously in the week and both times like they were like, oh, that's that's a loud shirt. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, oh, I don't re- I don't. They might have been insulted. I don't know if that was a compliment on second thought. And then couple days later, I when I was getting those wings, when I finally got to Gelson's, the guy's like, those shorts are wild. I was like, thank you. Like, I just, I don't know if these are compliments that I'm getting. Like, they could be throwing shade and I'd have no idea. But uh, the, the, the best insult that I got recently, I did the exact same thing. I think I might have told it on the cast when my coworker was like, your golf swing could be so much better, dude. And I was like, Thanks, man. I'm working on it. <laughs> like, I took it as a compliment of like, he sees my potential. And I think he was calling me a bad golfer. It's like, um, it'd be so much better. Yeah. And I, was yeah like, hey, I mean, dude. I think, I think the first one the, that's a loud shirt could be taken either way. I'd have to hear the delivery. The guy that said those shirts are wild. That feels like a compliment. And he's like, those are kind of wild. I like them. Okay. The, your golf swing gets so much better. That was not a compliment. Yeah. yeah. Backhanded compliment for sure. Yeah. It was me- meant to wound. Um, My favorite <laughs> insult I always got, I got picked on for having far apart eyes quite a bit um, growing up and heard different things, you know, and that Geico gecko came out and I, I just heard it all the time. My nickname was Gex in high school. Um, and you know, but I, I kind of, it was like this constant thing that they were never like particularly funny. But one time when I was in the, uh, the school, I got sent to in Montana where it was some real characters in there. This other guy, ah, I forget his name, but he was there cause he robbed a pharmacy and stole their Oxycontin. I remember that, but he, he was like, you look like that that guy from All Real Monsters that had the oh eyes damn, his arms. Dude. yeah. And I was like, dude, I've heard so many comments about my far apart eyes, and that's the best one yet. And it, it, it just 
crushed it crushed me as a joke like i I've, i never like laughed at any of them until that point so shout out to him i hope he's doing well i hope the correctional school works because <laughs> yeah he yeah he has, he has some good jokes uh but yeah that was that was like the the best insult that i ever received um, I try and not be particularly mean because I got I got picked on a lot. But yeah, when they're at my expense, you know, make them good. That's all I got to say. If if they're funny, I'll give you props. If they're not, you sound like a prick. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty fair statement. I think we need to stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What was going to say? <laughs> Matt's right. If you're a Seahawks fan, uh, they are playing on Monday night. And then next week they have a bye, so might be a little early, but if your girl wants to go to the pumpkin patch, get it done, boys. Get it in. <laughs> get it in. Go on get Sunday. Done. Drink, drink a cider with her. All right. For MCTV, for Cobb of Lead Smith, this is the <laughs> podcast. Cheers. Oh, that's good-ass advice.